0: Welcome back to another episode of The Greatest Day Podcast. Today, episode 355, I wanna walk you guys through a question that came up on my Instagram. Well, I posed the question and the person responded with an awesome question. So I said, ask me anything. And somebody said, how do I stop having an all or nothing mentality mentality? Uh, some of you may know this as black and white thinking, all or nothing thinking, The cognitive dis- this is a cognitive distortion, a very common one, by the way, um, or thinking error. There's all sorts of ways to label these things, but I think many people probably struggle with this in one way or another. So I put up my response to their question, and then I thought, ooh, what a good what a good topic to just deeper dive here because I think many people go through this. And so let's break it down for a minute and maybe give you a couple tools so that you can apply them. You can identify, you know, ways that you have this black or white thinking, <clears throat> all or nothing, it's this versus that, it's all good or all bad kind of thing. So first you just got to step back and examine yourself really and your thinking patterns and your own history, is this the type of thinking that you do? Is this your type of approach to life and circumstances in life? Is this a way that you will sometimes approach situations? So all or nothing, or black and white thinking, is a great example of a fixed mindset. So love the mindset stuff, love the fixed mindset versus growth mindset, all of this stuff so fixed mindset being that this is this is the way that I am I can't change this is how I am and it's always going to be that way it's that it's that kind of thinking it's that kind of philosophy all or nothing thinking is similar because they both look at the perceived that's an important word perceived permanence of the situation perceived permanence So one thing you can do really, and we'll get to a list of things you guys can do for this stuff, but right out of the gate, think about this perceived permanence. If you're looking at a situation and you've got that perceived permanence on it, if you can just start there, man, you're already going to be ahead of the game. If you can be like, okay, am I looking at this as if nothing can possibly get better from here? Is that, is that true? Like, and that's another great question. Is that true? Is there, is there a chance that this could get better? You know, the perceived permanence will keep us stuck pretty quickly. So another way you can identify this stuff is to think about words like always, never, failure, perfection, best, worst, even how they compare, right? Always versus never. Failure versus perfection. Best versus worst. Like we're always we're always looking at these extremes. All or nothing thinking, this black and white thinking is looking at it's, it's really, it's in a place of thinking and labeling in terms of extremes, way to this side, or it's this, <clears throat> it's one or the other. There can't be anything in between. And honestly, very little in life is black and white thinking. I mean, black and white, very little in life really happens in these extremes. It's actually so much more in that gray space and learning to operate in that gray space. What causes so? So let's step back. What causes this thinking? How do people end up in this? Like this person's a black and white thinker. This person really seems to operate in that gray space. They're so good in just seeing all sides, all sides of the situation. How do how do we end up different from there? I think there's a, there's a few things that go into this. Upbringing is huge. Other factors might be like trauma. Mental illness is a big part of this, Um, like trauma that goes into that, depression. I mean, anxiety, I mean, think about all these things. Depression, you're really only looking at depression and anxiety, you're really only looking at the negative side of things. ADHD, huge, huge common ground with ADHD and this type of thinking. Head injuries can go into this where it just kind of stunts your cognitive capacity or your ability to to think outside the box like you get you definitely can get there if your brain has I mean if there's damaged parts to your to your brain your prefrontal cortex like it's really gonna it's really gonna hinder how deep you can you can go into your thinking and, and all of that stuff so um, I mean there's really other factors if you think about that when we're when we're thinking about the cognitive part of like the, the prefrontal cortex the rational part of your brain if you're lacking sleep, if you've got like chronic stress, if you've got, you know, all these other factors going on, it's going to make it really hard to stay open to other options than a this versus that mentality. So a lot of different factors go into this, but, um, I honestly, probably one of the biggest is in my opinion, anyway, is the stories that we grew up with. Many people think this way, likely because they had parents who, who helped them think that way. And, and more specifically, there was a heavy focus on outcomes and not effort. Like that's a big part of a fixed mindset. That's a big part of like this whole best versus worst or always versus never failure versus perfection. You either succeed fully at it or you're a failure. And I think, I think a lot of us picked that up from childhood. Maybe there was a huge focus on, on grades. On grades. Just bring home the A. What are your grades? What's your current grade? Like you, a kid brings home an assignment. They get 20 out of 35. And the parent is like, why did you miss 15? Why did you get a C or a D or whatever it is, right? Like... Instead of, oh, okay, you missed some stuff. Let's explore that here. Oh, good. Like, look at this, this question right here. You missed it because you got the answer wrong, but you got 80% of the process figuring out the answer. You had, right, all the way up until this very, this, almost this last moment where you went a little bit wrong and that's why you missed the question. So instead of, instead of examining effort, and even praising the 80% of the of the question or f- the problem-solving that they got right, they only focus on the fact that you missed the question, you got a 20 out of 35, therefore you're bad, therefore you failed, therefore you're inadequate or you're defective or deficient, whatever the word you want to use. So a lot of us probably grew up with some of that stuff. Now that's a generalization, of course, but um, – you start, to, you start to fix this when you identify that, oh my gosh, that was totally my thing. If I played on a sports team, it was always focused on outcome. It was always focused on win versus loss. Yes, we're in this thing to win, you guys. But what's the effort in between? You've heard me talk plenty about this um, as I try to teach my kids this, right? About show up and be the hardest worker on the floor. I don't care if you lose by 30. Yes, that's not the goal, but man, we're 10. <laughs> we're 12 years old. We're not trying to go undefeated in life. That's so boring. If you got on the court and guaranteed victory every single time, like you'd lose your passion. The passion comes from the effort, from the work. So why do we lose sight of that when the scoreboard shows a loss? There's victories in everything. Now that's the, that's where we begin. This is some of the ways to start to combat this all or nothing thinking is looking for the victories inside everything. Everything. There are victories inside every single situation. So here are some things that you can do. One, start to focus. Start to focus on effort, not the outcomes. Um, one of my one of my favorite kind of like directions to take the mind or to even push somebody that I work with into is thinking about: look at your progress in in the amount of effort you give. Look at your progress and growth in your consistency, in your effort in your daily effort towards this thing, not on the outcome. Let's get rid of the outcome for now. Just focus on your effort. Is the effort there? Yes, let's celebrate it then. So other ways you can do this, start to kind of tackle this all or nothing thinking, is get mindful. And what I mean by mindful is we step back from the situation, remove any kind of judgment. I mean, mindfulness really is, is nonjudgmental observation. Non-judgmental observation. I'm just looking at it. I'm just looking at the situation. You're pulled over on the side of the road with a flat tire. You're going to be late to wherever you're heading. Or it's just an inconvenience. I don't know many people who are like, sign me up for a flat tire today. But it happens. It happens at some point probably to every single person. We can all raise our hand and say, oh, yep, I've had a flat tire. If we can learn to step back even in those moments and say, instead of why is this happening to me, Instead, we can say, "Like, what is in this for me? What can I learn from this? How can I, how can I see this situation as an opportunity to learn?" Remember, even the same thing with sports. The goal is the goal is, um, at least if we're being realistic, the expectation is not to go undefeated in your entire life. That's not that again removes any sort of joy in victory if that's all you ever know and you're guaranteed it. So so why don't we look at that with the rest of life? Like I'm not meant to never have trials. I'm not meant to never have trials. Okay. You got you were up with me on that double negative. We're meant to have trials, you guys. We're meant to to have these moments. So if we can step back and say, okay, what's this teaching me? What's in it for me? How can I apply this? How can I get something out of this situation instead of why me? Why is this happening to me? This is so terrible. Oh, I always get I always get screwed over. This is all, things are always the worst for me. Like that kind of labeling, that's going to push us all the way back into that all or nothing thinking. So just stay curious. Apply this ABC model and swipe or scroll back way into the podcast I did an episode on ABC model. But inside of that ABC model, it's a it's a rational emotive behavioral therapy model (REBT). Um, it, it really looks at like challenging your thoughts, challenging your thinking, and getting into a place where you can say, "Okay, I, I know this is my my typical pattern of thinking. I I'm, I go to this always or never, this failure perfection, best versus worst. I always that's where I go in my mind. What if? Here is where we challenge it, right? What if there is a different explanation here? What if there is a different possibility for why this is happening?" Instead of the world is against me, I'm so terrible, this is the worst day ever. Like what if there's a different explanation here? And just stay curious. Ask that question. Step back and ask that question. What if this isn't so so bad? You know, I mean I it's been a while since I've changed a tire, so I get today's the day. Today's the day I get to see if my skills are still there and and Oh, and, and I've got my kids with me, so now I can teach them. Okay, cool. Here's an opportunity for connection and learning together, and now I can share with them how to do this. So we step back and we start to find some positive in the situation. Um, and, and if we can get in that habit of staying not just grateful every day, just day-to-day, just having this, this mentality of gratitude, this attitude of gratitude and celebrating. You got to celebrate every single day of your life. Find something, find something worth celebrating. And it's there. It's there. Even if you just made it through the day, like I woke up, I had a whole list of like things to do. I haven't felt good. My body hurts. I'm sick. I'm blah, 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 dot, 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 whatever. And I still made it through the day. Oh man, I'm proud of myself. Good job. Good job. Even if you can celebrate little things like that, inside yourself around you in life this starts to to change the pattern of thought this starts to change you get the foundation of gratitude and celebrating yourself having that like that 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 sense of appreciation for yourself when these things come up in life you're going to be more likely to be able to search for those things so you got to get into this foundational work and honestly that's that's the focus journal no, there's no such thing as a shameless plug on this podcast. It's my platform and the focus journal is phenomenal. I believe in it. I use it. Um, many people are using it and they're talking about the changes that are happening in their mind. This is where you get it. This is the foundational stuff inside this journal. So just go to the show notes and click on it and get a journal today. Seriously, get, get a journal and let's start tackling this all or nothing thinking by practicing gratitude every day, by practicing this um, self-recognition, self-appreciation of your personal victories, those are the prompts inside this journal. Um, and some of my others, okay, let's end with this, let's end with this, because inside of that journal, <clears throat> I also have some prompts for you to journal about, and I don't know if these prompts are specifically in the back of the journal, but I have used these prompts before on this page. Or I mean, on this podcast, um, on my on my Instagram, um, and I've done like gratitude challenges, and I've and I've challenged people to use these prompts. This will help you get out of the black or white thinking. So think about here's a journal prompt for you: How how is the worst day of my life? How was it actually my best day? How was the worst day of my life? Not. The worst day of my life. Like I took some good things out of the worst day of my life. What were they? What did I learn from the worst day of my life? So maybe you can't spin it all the way and say this was my this was my best day of my life. But you but you can look at it and say that that worst day of my life. Now looking back, wow. Here are some things that I got from it. Here is some growth that I that I got because of that day. Yes, it was terrible. It was a, it was a bad day. It did not go right. But here is what I got out of it another journal prompt, a a time, make a, make a list of moments of your past down the left side of your paper, make a list of all your past struggles, your trials, your failures, like just these really not terrific moments that you can think of that you went through. And then on the right side of your journal, give three examples, make three little notes of lessons learned or ways that you got better because of those trials, those struggles, those failures. So you've got, here's number one. And to the right, you're doing one, two, three. Or A, B, C, whatever. Like Here's three ways that that terrible moment or trial or struggle was actually good. I actually got some good or positive or, or growth or some lessons learned from that negative experience. And if you can do this over and over and over, you really start to train the brain to look for the opportunities rather than the obstacles in these situations. Um, Another way, and then we'll get out of here because I want you guys to get to work on this, be a kind of a cool um, assignment for you to take on, is a time that things didn't go my way but turned out to be a blessing. Like I wanted it to go this way. It did not. And it was actually better. It was actually better. It was better that it didn't go my way. Because this way turned out turned out much better, so I don't know what those situations are. You, I mean, anything, honestly, anything. You you dig deep, and those last two prompts I gave you are pretty similar, but those are ways to begin thinking it. So to answer the question in this this podcast rant, uh, this twenty minutes um, is how to you how do you how do you get away from this all or nothing thinking? It's in your daily routines it's in your it's in the in the ways you begin to look at everyday stuff everyday experiences stop labeling them good as good or bad get more mindful remove that judgment just let them be events they don't have to be good events they don't have to be positive events or negative you, they're just events okay so what am i getting out of this what is this about stay curious challenge your own thinking is there any other explanation why this could why this could be the way it is Look for the good and the growth and the opportunities. Oh, I haven't changed my tire. I haven't I haven't worked on that skill for a long time. Well, time for me to do that. Have a terrible even with your kids, right? Begin to help your kids or your friends. What would you tell them if they came to you with this type of thinking? Would you join them in it? Oh, you're right. What a horrible day. Not there is not one good thing in this day. You know, your your kid comes to you about a tough experience and you're like, you're right, dude, this is just absolutely horrible. Like this is going to ruin your life forever. No way anything positive can come from this. I don't think you would do that. I don't think you would do that. So you got to become your friend. You got to become your friend in the situation. And then what would you tell your friend? Coach yourself through that a little bit. Okay. Step, come on, Craig, step back. Hold on. It can't be all of this. It can't be totally that. Like what if there, what if, what if dot, 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 how about, one, two, three, right? Like we just look at it differently and we take on that support role as we would for someone else to ourselves. All right. There's a whole bunch of stuff in this episode, whole bunch of stuff. And you know what? This is the type of stuff when I talk about, we're going to challenge the way we were brought up, challenge the stories that have shaped the way we think and approach life in situations like this. This is what your greatest life is going to be about. Now, for some that don't know, and I'm about to I'm about to stop this recording and, and go back into my building process here because I got to get this program released so you guys can sign up. But Your Greatest Life is my online coaching program that I'm just releasing. Um, again, it, it's been announced. I did a live go to my um, a past episode. I think the shoot, what episode was it? Two or three episodes ago. I mean, it's listed in the in the podcast, Your Greatest Life. Um, creating the life you deserve and desire. But go listen to that. I talk all about this program that I'm releasing and getting people going on. A heavy part of that program is gonna be challenging the stories of our past, really digging in deep to rewire some of these stories that keep us stuck, that are, that are maybe keeping you in this all or nothing thinking. So keep an eye out for that stuff um, to sign up for that program. You're going to be, this first round is gonna be heavily discounted, uh, but it's gonna be, it's going to be over-delivered. I'm telling you, there's going to be some amazing, amazing change stories that come out of this group, and I hope to see you in the first round of this thing, so stay tuned with it. Um, I love you guys. I appreciate you. Thanks for the questions. Thanks for the engagement online. Thanks for giving me, giving me really, the coaching to know what to deliver to you guys, uh, but don't, don't uh, underestimate the power of getting in the same room or even working face-to-face or this direct contact that we can have. So if it's not individually you're working with me, look for the group programs coming out. Look for all those ways to just take what you've benefited on this free content, taking it up a notch, having that accountability, having having that one-on-one attention or even in the group setting and the difference that it can make. So all right, guys, I'll see you on the next episode. I hope this was helpful. Share it with somebody if it was, and uh, I'll see you guys later.